Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, November 29th, also known as Cyber Monday, which is completely not necessary anymore, but whatever, I'll call it Happy Cyber Monday. All right, so this is the program that tries to answer your financial questions. We do that by encouraging you to ask your questions by going to our website, jillonmoney.com, jillonmoney.com. All you need to do is click the contact button and miraculously, we will get your note. If you want to come on the air with us, just say, I want to come on the air and Mark does the rest. And by the time that you're hearing this, I'm hopeful that Mark's new bathroom is installed. I'm not sure that's the case. But poor Mark has been running around the Lower East Side looking like a vagrant because he's had no bathroom and because his apartment above him had a leak. It's one of those weird New York stories. But anyway, Mark, I hope you're showered today and you're feeling okay. Now we are going to leave the world of Mark and go into the world of Mike. Mike is on the line from Buffalo. Hi, Mike. How are you and how can we help you out today? I'm doing great, Jill. Thank you for uh, letting me be with you today. Of course. So what's going on? What prompted you to get in touch with us? I just recently retired from the uh, fire department. I did 28 years. I retired uh, fairly young. I'm single. I don't have any kids. Uh, My house is paid up. I really don't have a lot of bills. I don't live above my means. I don't try to keep up with the Joneses. I live very modestly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just want to make sure that my future is appropriately secured. I'm 51. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, I could be here another 20, 30, 40 years. And I just want to make sure that I'm going to be secured in the uh, years to come. Tell me about the pension you receive after being um, a firefighter for 28 years. Well, uh, I retired last year. Presently, I get I uh, receive a New York State pension. My mm-hmm. pension is uh, 7550 bucks a month. After taxes, I bring home about $6,000, a little bit more than that. I have a small, very modest uh, pension from the military. Mm-hmm. That's uh, $300. Mm-hmm. 
I have a per diem job. I only work when I want to work. So that's, that's nice. And I only make maybe 10 grand there a year. Okay. Uh, but it just keeps me busy. I don't yeah. work that much. Presently, I have uh, 35000 in cash. My household bills are about 700 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I usually have probably another seven, eight, nine hundred dollars just for spending gas and things like that and entertainment. Mm-hmm. I have a small car payment of mm-hmm. only 340 bucks a month. When's that up? Uh, I have another three years left. Okay. That's and fine. then I have an RV payment of 230 a month. And then uh, I maintain a $2,000 visa bill because I, I want to maintain credit because when you don't have credit, that's when your credit score goes down just mm-hmm. in case in the future, you never know. So when you say a $2,000 bill, explain yeah. that to me. You mean you're running $2,000 a month and you're paying it off every month or you're carrying oh, no, forward? No, no, I, I pay it. I, I pay probably double the payment, but I just like keeping some kind of balance on my visa just to maintain credit scores. But what you're saying, I want to make sure I really understand this, okay? I don't mean to be a dope. $2,000, are you saying you're you're actually carrying forward a payment or it gets zeroed out every month? No, I carry carry forward. I pay- Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me just stop you right there. You don't need to do that. Credit is not established in that way. Credit is established based on the timeliness of your paying off that debt and carrying it forward will not help your credit score. You oh, probably have a perfect credit score, but I you do. don't need to, you do not need to worry about that. So let's pay that off completely. Okay. We're done. Yeah. I mean, you're, are you paying interest? At, you're, well, you're probably paying a little bit of interest every month, but let's yeah, pay it off. Yeah, 9%. Yeah. Let's pay that off. Don't need to do that. So no more credit card bill. I'm, I'm Xing that out and I'm saying you have $33,000 in cash now. Okay. That would be fine. Okay. Now my other question is, so $1,600 a month is like sort of your standard spending. On top of that though, there's like, let's call it another $600 a month between the RV and the car, right? Yeah. Okay, good. And is that it? Would you say like those are the basic bills? Okay, great. You're a net saver is what you're telling me, right? Yeah. Because essentially, if I look at this, if you have pension money of six grand a month, and you're only spending twenty two. Let's even say twenty five hundred dollars a month. You should be net net saving money every month. Yes, I do. Okay, great. Now, through New York State Pension, does that also come with your health insurance? Yes, I get free health insurance for the rest of my life. As you should, as a firefighter. Thank you. Uh, it's amazing. What else do we need to know about you? How about did you save money in a deferred compensation plan? Yes, I I presently have two hundred thousand. In a 457 plan. Okay. And then I have 275000 in a structured capital strategy 16B. And they've been doing very well for me. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with the 457, I can't contribute anymore. But they've done very, very well, even during the pandemic. And I, I, I really can't complain about them not doing well. They've done fantastic for me. Okay. But and, wait a second. Just so I understand this, sure. you have an IRA. This is in an IRA or what is, this is an annuity is what I'm hearing yes, from you. Yes. Okay. So this is an annuity. What I want to understand is, is this in an IRA or is this in an old uh, 403B? No, this is an IRA. So you have an IRA and where is that IRA held? Uh, It's AXA. Okay. So it's AXA Financial, which is a big insurance company. Yeah. 
All right. So you have, I think, a variable annuity. When did you do that? A year ago when you retired? Yeah. What I did is I took some of my deferred comp and yep. I rolled it over into the uh, structured uh, capital. I got strategy. you. Okay. So here's the deal. You can't do anything with it right now because I think you're tied up for five years, essentially. Yes, that is correct. Okay. So when that is up, we probably, I would not encourage you to do that again, only because it's a high fee structure. What is in the 457 plan? How do you invest that? Uh, I have a, a mid cap, a small cap, large cap. I have a portion of it into a, a stable income fund. Okay, good. All right. Can I go big picture? Let me like go straight in for the kill here. You ready? Sure. You're in amazing shape. You're in amazing shape. Obviously, just from a cash flow perspective, having, you know, 6,000 bucks a month after tax and your health insurance is paid for and you have ex- you have expenses, which I mean, I'm going to even inflate it. Let's say it was $3,000 a month because you start saying like, I want to take a really nice vacation every year. You're net saver. Fantastic. Your to-do list is very short. So number one is that, you know, I guess like how much is the car loan and how much is the RV loan? Uh, the RV loan, I just uh, got the new RV this year. So mm-hmm. I think my RV loan is, I think it's like 12000 mm-hmm. And I have, I think 15000 left on my truck. Do you know the interest rates on these? Yes. The, uh, the truck is 29 Okay. And the RV is, I believe it is 3.4. You know what I would say? You know that extra cash flow that's coming in, that $3,000 difference? What I would do is, forgetting about putting, because you said something interesting. You're like, oh, I can't put more money in my 457 plan. Right. What I would do is I would accelerate paying down the car loan and the RV loan. And the only reason why is that I think it will just, it's good for you to be, thinking like, I want to have some cash on hand, which you do, but like your cash isn't earning anything right now, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of bupkis. So I would just take my extra cash flow and pay down the car loan, pay down the RV loan. It would be essentially like if I said to you, wouldn't it be great if you could have 3.2% guaranteed interest on your savings account? You'd say like, oh my God, that'd be fantastic. Well, you can get that by paying these two loans down. You know, the 2.9, the 3.4, get it done. So, you know, put more down on the RV loan first, get that taken care of. You can put a couple thousand dollars down every month. Boom, done. Boom, 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 boom. Get that done. Pay down the card loan, accelerate that. And then once you have that, now my big question to you is um, with that extra cash, tell me what you want to do with that cash. Do you want to start a non-retirement saving investment account? Do you want to do, do you want to pile up more cash because it makes you feel better? What's your hope for that money? It's funny that you ask me what I want to do in the future with my money. My question is, is you, you said that you wouldn't want me to do that again in the five years for the structured capital. If I don't do that, what could I do with that Let's say at the end of the five years, I have three hundred and fifty thousand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do with that? So, what so what do I two- do with that? So I don't have the the tax burden because I don't plan on touching any of my money investments until I'm seventy two. First of all, none of this money that is in the four fifty seven plan or in the IRA 
you don't have to worry about a tax implication until you are 72. So once that IRA, the structured note is up in five years, the reason why I want you to get out of it is that it's an expensive way to invest. Now, if you want to stay with the advisor, who's probably not really an advisor, is probably just an insurance salesperson. Yeah, he's actually a fireman uh, that I work with. Oh, yeah. So you f- think about this. Your brother just hosed you on this product. <laughs> so in case you, if you'd like to, I mean, I've had this with people who are like, you mean my brother-in-law hosed me? I'm like, yes. Well, I've had that. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. It's not terrible. It doesn't really matter because you're in such good financial shape, but it's a more expensive way to invest. And so ideally, at some point, maybe in five years, you take the 457 plan, you take the IRA, and we're going to combine them into one account. You're basically going to have one retirement account, one IRA account, okay? There's going to be a half a million dollars in that. And then we have to decide what you want to do with that account. If you want that account managed for you, you could just go to Fidelity and say like, I want to open up an account here and I want to use like your fun little thing, you know, uh, Fidelity service. I think it's Fidelity Go and it'll be invested for you for a very, very cheap amount of money. Like you're probably paying 3% for that structured note. The Fidelity service is like 0.25%. So what I think you should do is at the end of that period, and we'll stay in touch. You'll stay. I'll be around in five years and four well, years. Don't worry. So you well, would, what you would want to do is you would want to combine it into one account. You have one investment purpose, which is, hey, I want to have some upside, a limited downside. I'm probably not going to spend this money. You're going to invest it very cheaply with index funds or let do it use what's called a robo-advisor, a robotica. It's basically like an algorithm to help manage your money. And Call it a day and not spend the money with your buddy who is, you know, collected a commission for selling you a product. You don't need that product. If I take that at the end of the five years, can I put that back into the 457? I think you may be able to. That's interesting. Without having a tax burden. Yeah. Well, first of all, there's one of two things that can happen. Either you can roll it back in the 457 and all the money can be there. Or you can actually just create one new IRA rollover account where the 457 money goes and this money goes. Okay. So it can all be combined. But you'll have to find out because the the money that is w- went into that structured note, did it come from the 457 or a 403B? 457. I think you can roll it right back in, and which oh. would be ideal. And then you're like, boom, done. Keep it there. All right. And then the last question I have, and this may be a stupid question, but- uh, just bear with me. Um, I do have, you know, I'm able to save a few thousand dollars a month uh, mm-hmm. after everything is said and done. So would it be advisable? So a couple of people have told me, and I'm very skeptical, is investing in cryptocurrency. <laughs> if you wanted to do a little bit, but can you pay down that car loan and the RV loan first? Sure. All right. So if you do that, fine. If you want to play with crypto for a couple thousand dollars and just try it out, that's fine. It's like saying to like, what's the nearest casino to you guys? Uh, that would be Seneca, uh, the Seneca Casino. Okay. So it's like sort of saying like, I'm going to the Seneca Casino. I'm going to have some fun and I could lose all the money or I might make some money. That's the kind of money I want you to put on this. Like if you wanted to say, you know, once that car loan is paid down and I've got like 30, 40 grand still in cash and everything's good. And I want to, you know, throw a couple thousand dollars into the mix, maybe 10 total. Sure. Why not? But don't count on that money. That's money. That's fun money from the investment perspective. Okay. Okay. 
All right. That's it, man. You're very, you're in great shape. Mike from Buffalo, thank you for joining us. If you too would want to get on the air and have us um, reaffirm your singlehood or any other status you'd like to uh, proclaim, we are happy to do that. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact button. And while you're there, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. We would love to have you join us because that's every single Friday. Mark puts that together. You can subscribe to this program right wherever you get your podcast, and also check out our other show called Eye on Money. Okay, Monday, get back to work, gang. Come on, we're, we're all in it together. Do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.